Maybe I could be like an announcer, like a columnist. I don't believe what I just saw. You know how I always make those interesting comments during the game? Personally, I think we got hosed on that call. Yeah, yeah, you make good comments. So what about that? You know, they tend to give those jobs to ex-ball players and people that are, you know, in broadcast. What about a talk show host? This is In the Booth. Talk show host, that's good. <laughs> I think I'd be good at that. I talk to people all the time. With Matt Park. It's Friday, fun day. Relaxed, uh, fit jeans on Friday here, Polly. Casual Friday. We're goofing around today. We've got no guests on the show. We are inventing radio magic today. Lots of good stuff. Only in central New York can it be, literally, it was 50 yesterday, right? Pushing 50 today, and they're canceling everything. It's supposed to be 10 in about uh, six hours. It's unbelievable. It's 61 degrees right now. Yeah, it's incredible. And uh, I just started brainstorming this morning, kind of uh, doing some things to, to get ready for the show before I got distracted by my real job. And uh, you look at all these um, results around basketball right now, it's just like the weather here. 50, I mean, literally, it's gone from 50 to zero in a day. And then it's supposed to be nice again in the, the weekend, or I thought that was supposed to be good on the weekend, and now it's miserable, and now it's batting down the hatches, it's flood warning. I, I don't know what the heck's going on. The Cavs, with the best player on the planet, have lost back-to-back games by 25-plus. First time it's happened in LeBron James's career. Their defense is atrocious. They gave up 133 to the Raptors. We had uh, Leo Routens on the show earlier this week, uh, not really to talk about the Raptors, but uh, because of his access there to talk about some other things than the Raptors, who had just lost by one to the Heat. Deion Waiters, by the way announcing that uh, he's out for the year. Looks like season-ending surgery for him on his ankle. And then the Raptors put the beat down on the Cavs. We were watching the women's score last night, Paulie. This happens all the time in women's basketball. Not usually two versus three, but like if number two plays number eight, it can be a blowout. That doesn't really happen in, in men's basketball. And how about last night? Notre Dame remains unbeaten, whooping Louisville. They were one, up 25 points, right? They were up 28 at halftime. It was 56-28 at halftime. They won 100-67. to Then, you know, Louisville could go right back and beat somebody by 40 in their next game. Or, I'm sorry, uh, Notre, uh, Notre Dame did, could, who lost that one. The, the gap is so significant there. ACC men's game, the most notable one last night, Clemson-NC State. How do you make sense of these outcomes? This one close. That's not a surprise. It's in Raleigh. NC State is up five, literally with like five seconds to go. And almost blows it. What a finish. They gave up a basket, about a second and a half left. NC State can't get the ball inbounds. They they tr- did it a couple of times the first time, and, and our friend uh, Pat Driscoll was on the game. Didn't call it the first time when the ball, they tried to bounce it inbound pass, bounced it out of bounds, bounced it on the, the red before going into the court. Well, the second time they did it, they bounced it right on the line. Can't do that. That's out of bounds. Clemson going to throw in underneath the NC State basket with like a second and a half to go. They get it into Gabe DeVoe, miss the three, foul. He goes to the line for three free throws to tie with .2 seconds left. Make, make, timeout NC State. So then 
Kevin Keats, the new coach at NC State. Not a lot of strategy at that point. What are you going to do? You're just going to hope he misses. He's whooping up the crowd the whole time. DeVoe misses. NC State wins the game. The icing of the player works? Icing worked in that case. Well, maybe he was destined to miss anyway, but it did uh, work in that case. Then, did you see this one? The other controversial finish last night. Colorado, who just swept the Arizona schools last week, really as good a week as Colorado has had in basketball in recent history, goes to USC last night. little midweek Pac-12 action. USC's pretty decent. Is up double digits with like 21 seconds to go. Timeout USC. They won the game, by the way, 70 to 58. So with 21 seconds left, they had they were up 10 or 12. Timeout USC basically just to stick it to Colorado because the Colorado coach said, coming off the Arizona win, yeah, it feels better to beat these teams involved in the FBI investigation, which clearly is Arizona. It also is NC State, in part because our friend uh, Tony Bland was there. He has been dismissed by uh, USC. So uh, that's uh, that's sports for you there. That's why we uh, we like the unscripted drama of, uh, of sports. But how about that? The timeout, up a bunch, basically just to let you sit and stew in it and uh, – Andy Enfield, the USC coach, admitted after not even it's not even an admission. Afterwards, said, "Yeah, yeah, you bet. I called the timeout to stick it to him." <laughs> we don't have fun stuff like that happen anymore. Oh, we have fun stuff. It's just our our stuff are so close to it. It just feels different. Or we, you know, what there's six or eight hours of local radio programming on this station every day. We we parse over every little detail of what's going on. I guess the coat coming off is the last like. Real yeah, thing. that happened. You got that. I mean, there's all kinds of stuff. So I was doing the homework for the, uh, you know, we talked about this week and the, the callers and the tweets. Play the bench. Do you realize what the bench stats were against Virginia? Right? Uh, zero points. Okay. And it wasn't zero like, rebound. <laughs> right. <laughs> it wasn't like um, I, when you actually wrote it down, like I, I, it's easy for me to blow off this whole idea of, oh, the bench should be playing more or other people should be playing. I mean, it's easy for me to pretty much dismiss that out of hand. But then when you actually sit and write down, as I did this morning, what the bench did against Virginia, zero points, zero rebounds, zero shots, zero assists in a game where the team had only three. One steal. I think Howard Washington got a steal. One steal. And each of them had at least one foul. And it wasn't like they played 30 seconds apiece. They played 20 minutes total among the bench. So that's half a game. You know, that's that's what a role player, one role player might play on a team, 20 minutes or so. Zeros across the board. That's hard to to do if you're trying. Hard to make that up. So all kinds of wacky stuff going on. The Orange will play a Florida State team tomorrow. In fact, that game tipping off uh, 24 hours from now. That lost a 17-point lead in its last game. So... Uh, FSU does play a bunch of people, has a lot of youth, has a lot of shooters, shoots a high volume of shots. Should be an interesting one tomorrow night. And then the Orange come back home and start a stretch where they're really going to have to make some hay. I think they can win tomorrow. If they don't, it's a four-game losing streak. But 
at the either way, at the end of it, you've got this stretch of Pittsburgh, Boston College, Pittsburgh, Georgia Tech games that uh, you absolutely have to uh, clean up, as that's been the theme of the season, getting to the bottom half of the league. I was trying to think of a, a recent Syracuse team where you could say, hey, that guy should be playing more, like off the bench, and it was actually a legitimate argument, and it's really tough to come up with. Deion Waiters, yeah. maybe. But like he I, played a lot. He just yeah, I know. Start. But I was I was looking even at the the 2011-12 team. Michael Carter Williams was on the bench of that team. Yeah. I guess you could have made the argument. Somebody said on uh, on Twitter, a, a fair argument is Frank Howard should have played more last year. Well, maybe. But at what point were you going to take out? Who are you going to take out? You take out John Gillen. Well, Gillen, you know, was a mixed bag. Gillen uh, limited you at the top of the zone defensively because he was so small. He could score forty. Okay, and he did. And maybe not against every opponent. Maybe he wasn't a great matchup. Uh, Howard has some strength, certainly, and is bigger. Howard was not anywhere near the offensive player last year that he is this year in terms of the aggressiveness, in terms of the shot falling. Howard, in a very condensed period a year ago, uh, at the start of the season, shot the ball very well, but then didn't. Uh, so I don't know how much of an argument you want to make that, that uh, Howard was rotting on the bench last year. And that's easy to say now. Yeah, last year it was a bubble team. You can, yeah, you, and you, you want to win the game. You can't not do it. The only year you can go into it and say, "Hey, maybe we should play somebody that isn't going to get time." Is the year they were they they self imposed the. Well, they didn't do that until the middle of the season. Yeah, I know, but even then, you're 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 taking losses at the yeah development is, yeah, in the development position. So. Well, we got some good stuff today. We got tickets to the uh, Pittsburgh game to give away. That's a nine o'clock game on Tuesday night, so get ready to call us. We got uh, some trivia and some shenanigans to uh, to jump in on that. We'll get to some Coach Beheim show leftovers from uh, last night out at uh, Shaughnessy's. A couple of things that we uh, talked with uh, Coach Beheim about, and uh, one of the things that we didn't talk to him about on purpose. We'll address that over the course of the show. You can join us at any time at four three seven seven six four four. For ESPN 44, In the Booth, brought to you by CH Insurance and Burdick Toyota, continues in a moment. This is In the Booth on ESPN Radio Syracuse. Join us Wednesday for our Drivers Village High School Basketball Game of the Week. We've got Central Square visiting Jamesville DeWitt. That's Wednesday night at 645 on ESPN AM 1200 and localsyr.com. This is In the Booth with Matt Park. And welcome back in the booth as we join you on a Friday getaway day. The Orange uh, headed to Tallahassee here momentarily and a game that will be underway by this time tomorrow at the uh, Donald Tucker Civic Center. Not one of the great notable venues in college basketball, but uh, they'll have a few folks there that mildly care about Florida State basketball and they've got a good team but they like Syracuse are one and three a lot at stake in that one coming up on the show we've got pick six we'll throw out some categories how many can you name if you can name six in our category you're a winner and we've got tickets to give away to the upcoming game against Pittsburgh in the Carrier Dome Tuesday night at night usually should turn your mic are we gonna give them a time limit too you gotta get six of the category in 20 seconds? Yeah, uh, 30. 30 seconds? Okay. We got time. We got time. I think we got a timer on this board. I can start. uh, You you worry about that part. I'll figure it out. I'm the X's and O's guy. That's right. I can only come up with so much genius on the show. You've got to execute it. 
uh, speaking of that, you send Joe on a quick errand, and we might have lost him. We'll, we'll see if he's here <laughs> Three for his segment, tour. which is coming up in uh, in 12 minutes. Um, all right, Coach Beheim. last night we like to uh, share with you some of the things that he said, and uh, I'm going to even point out something that I didn't even feel worth asking him on the show last night. Uh, here's his, uh, one, oh, not his one notable comment, but here's one that he had uh, related to this idea of rebounding. And uh, Stephen North Syracuse doesn't miss a beat. We love Steve. And if you say something, Steve is going to make note of it. And he, I wouldn't say called coach out, but did point out, hey, wait, which is it? Is it? Is this a good rebounding team or not? Well, the difference is we were able to get in the lane against uh, you know Virginia, which is hard to do. And Notre Dame, you remember, played a lot of zone, and they kept three guys back, so now you really can't get to the lane. And, you know, you have to take jump shots or foul line shots. And Against Virginia in the man-to-man, we, Frank did a good job getting to the basket. He missed some shots around the basket, but we got him back. And uh, I think that was uh, the reason we were able to get so many offensive rebounds, and, and Notre Dame just stayed back with three big guys. And Virginia, remember, when they take salt out, they're only – Six 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 seven six five on their front line, so they're they're physical, but they're not that big, and uh, we were able to get on the boards uh, against them. But uh, it was more the penetration that led to those rebounds. We're still skinny, and skinny guys can still play, but against some teams, it's going to be more of a challenge than others. I think O'Shea is learning how where he can go. He just can't finish like he did early in the year he's got to learn how to make the in-between shot uh, he is hitting some threes now which is a good thing for offense we need Tyus to to play you know better offensively he he knows that we're predicated a lot this year with all those young guys on Frank and Tyus uh, being our the main offensive guys for us and you know they they're and they've done that they've been they're capable of it and uh We'll we'll see how they go going forward, but I I think both guys are capable of having big offensive games against anybody we play. So, you know, there's there's who the Orange are. They need to be better on the offensive end and uh, find a way to get it done, but uh, rebounding has been one of their strengths this year and needs to continue to be. It doesn't mean they literally need to out-rebound every opponent as they have every game except for uh, the Wake Forest and Notre Dame losses, but uh, can they at least hold their own there and that is the game for, in, in a way, O'Shea Brissett. He is an awesome offensive rebounder and, and thrives in doing that. That's the only way Matthew Moyer, Marek Dolajai, Pascal Chuku really are going to get the ball. They're not calling plays for those guys to get the ball or setting them up to shoot and score. And not a lot is asked of those guys offensively, but that's where they've got to do it. Uh, Chukwu had the nine points the other night in his near double-double, a career-high 16 rebounds, but he had 10 offensive rebounds and got the job done. Uh, Virginia had allowed double-digit offensive rebounds in a game only twice all season prior to that the other night, and uh, Chukwu had 10 himself. Uh, In most games, they'd given up in the neighborhood of five, six, seven offensive rebounds uh, to the opposition uh, altogether. Uh, But uh, back-to-back games, now Syracuse and Carolina before that, there were a lot of boards to be had. A lot of missed shots, of course, in uh, both of those cases because uh, Virginia, like Syracuse, very good defensive team, forced you to miss a lot of shots. Here's a question I didn't ask Coach Beheim last night. I, you're, you have a better sense of these things than I do, Polly, as the kids would say, trolling. But this was an email that came in for Coach, and um, 
I'll just tell you my reaction to it. You tell me if it's the same. So Justin in Boston writes in, Coach, I notice Syracuse currently has the players ranked first, second, and third in the ACC in minutes played, which is true. Yes. Right? So, and um, that's uh, Frank Howard, Tyus, Battle, O'Shea, Brissett are all one, two, and three. Justin goes on, do you envision a season in the future when Cuse can sweep the rankings from one through five? Why Why would you even ask that? Well, my reaction is this. I think I know that's become like a running joke now. Like, oh, either there's no bench or coach likes to play 40 minutes and other uh, coaches don't tend to play their players 40 minutes, blah, blah, blah. He isn't setting out to do it. That, that's what I think people don't understand. Like, the whole myth or uh, ongoing, you know, I guess there's got to be, where there's smoke, there's fire, so there's something to it. But the the common kind of gripe around here when people go, well, uh, bam, you only play seven players. Only play. That's what all coaches do with really minimal exceptions. You have a reserve forward, a reserve guard, and kind of a swingman or, or instant offense or something like that. So, you know, and no centers don't play forty minutes. And and guess people, what? If Tyler Lydon didn't go pro, they'd probably have four guys <laughs> right, right, <laughs> playing forty right, minutes this right. game. Or for that matter, Torian Thompson would be right up there too. Yeah, I would think. You yeah. know, at, at that position, have, not forty, that, but thirty. Yeah, if they didn't have two loss players, they may have five this year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, but it, that's what I think is a misconception that he. And it's funny because I always think like the fans who are arguing that so and so on the bench should play more. That's like a high school thing. Like, hey, why didn't little Johnny get in there? Or you know, those of us that stunk as youth players and didn't play. Like, it, it's yeah, it wasn't fun when you didn't play. You wanted to play. You weren't as good. That that's the way it goes. You know, you you play. Hello, you play to win the game. But to think that like Beheim goes out to have the league leader in minutes played, he doesn't shoot for that. His philosophy is look. These minutes aren't as taxing as you think. There's plenty of breather time for these players, and my team doesn't get better when I sub out Tyus Battle. Period. That's that's his thought process. So Justin in Boston, I thought I thought that was trolling. I didn't I, I didn't think it was a serious question, so I didn't uh, I've put been, it forth. I've been using this 2011, 2012 team that went 34 and three. Yeah, that was good. That was Chris good Joseph, Dion Waiters, Brandon Trish, Scoop Jardine, C.J. Fair, Fab Mello. Pros. Yeah. Uh, off the bench that year, James Sutherland averaged 16 minutes a game. He was pretty good. Michael Carter-Williams averaged 10 minutes per game. He was still in the pros. Pretty still in good. The NBA. Let's forget the pros. He's in the NBA. By Musakita averaged 12 minutes a game. <clears throat> he was pretty Well, good. defensive specialist, yeah. reserve center, that's what he's going to But that, that team was pretty deep, and they... Played a lot of guys a lot of minutes. I mean, Chris Joseph averaged 32 a game that year. You know, so it's it's not... Who who uh, averaged the most minutes? Chris Joseph. Yeah, so 32. Yeah. And, but they had uh, Mookie Jones averaged this year. This year's team leader in minutes is going to be Battle, probably Battle or Howard. They're going to average 37, 38 minutes. They're going to play a lot. And it, I did this, I don't have it in front of me right now. That's a, a very John Sterling thing to say, but I... Um, I did this exercise here recently. Most of the leaders in uh, minutes played in the history of the of the program are like from Johnny Flynn on. Johnny Flynn played a lot of minutes. Jason Hart did too as a freshman. He led the conference in minutes in the Big East. Um, so it's a fairly recent development. Well, teams aren't as deep now because guys go pro and the rosters turn over a little bit more. And 
Every game's on television. Every game has those nine TV timeouts. Uh, it's not as hard, I think, as uh, us couch potato fans think it is to, to play 40 minutes or as uncommon. But my argument is that team played a lot of players. I mean, they had Raheem Christmas, yeah. Bayou Shakita, Marco. <laughs> yeah, now compare that to this year's team. Right. There is no... By Musakita on the bench. There right. is no Michael Carter Williams on the bench. There's no Dion Waiters on the bench. You know, you're you're kind of you got your players and they're yeah. on the court to start. Wanted to get coaches uh, comment on a couple of other things. One will will play for you here, and that was what did he think of this is on my list, but that this actually resulted in a, a caller's question last night. Uh, what did he think of Nick Saban's move? At uh, halftime of the national championship game, he's got a quarterback who's won a national championship for him. Ineffective. They were shut out in the first half, and he flipped to a, a freshman in Tua Tagovailoa who had not played a meaningful game since Tennessee in the middle of October and put him in in the national title game, and you know the rest is history. Well, obviously, it was a bold move, but he knows his team, and he sees that kid in practice every day, and he knew the kid could throw the ball, and the first-team quarterback doesn't throw it that well. So I don't think it was probably that hard a decision for him. He probably said, you know, we're not winning unless we throw the ball, and let's go with this kid and see. I mean, it's... I was listening to a couple of radio shows today on the way home, and I think even one of the football guys said, you know, it was like he didn't have much choice in that. It wasn't a gutsy call. He just had to do that. But it's it looks certainly like that. It'll be interesting to see what happens there next year, who starts the quarterback. Well, that will be interesting, and we'll have plenty of time to uh, cover that one. Not that we'll cover the, uh, the heartbeat of it, but a lot of options there. They could go back to Jalen Hurts. I wouldn't think that's the most likely. They could see Jalen Hurts transfer out. You could move Jalen Hurts to a different position, et cetera. But uh, looks like uh, they've got a guy, and interesting to see those types of stories occur throughout the sports world. All right, pick six. We've got some categories here. We're going to continue to create some categories. Give uh, us a call. Be ready here. We'll start that at about 10 minutes from now, around uh, 2.40, maybe a little bit uh, earlier than that. You're going to call us. You're going to choose uh, – in air quotes, a random category. We're going to give you a category. If you can name six in the uh, given category, you've got free tickets to the uh, Syracuse game against Pittsburgh in the Dome on a Tuesday night. So, I think they're pretty easy categories. Yeah, well, but they're categories we like. So. <laughs> that's true. We got to you got to know who's who's making them up. We got to come up with a few more. Uh, so uh, think about doing that and uh, call us at four three seven seven six four four. That's three one five four three seven seven six four four four. ESPN 44. Do We Care What Joe is next? This is In the Booth on ESPN Radio Syracuse. Live from the DBOffers.com, powered by Drivers Village Studio. This is ESPN Radio. 97.7 FM Syracuse. And 100.1 FM Oswego. Do we care? Interesting. I doubt it. No, wait. The other thing. Tedious. But we will do this segment anyway. Don't care anymore. Here's Joe Salzone. The Buffalo Bills. All right, wait, 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 wait. Before you get into today's list, Joe, we're going to do a little carryover on yesterday's life hack. You remember what that was? Yes, I do. From Polly. Paul, you want to refresh everybody's memory on the... My life hack was if someone gives you a scratch-off ticket as a gift, do not scratch it off in front of them in case you win. Then you have to share it with the person who bought it for you. Then they all know. So what I did is I've got us each uh, a $2 
uh, scratch. Is this legal to do on the radio, by the way? Yeah, sure. Yeah, Neon. Okay. <laughs> so we uh, we each have this uh, one ticket from the New York State Lottery. The problem is if any of us win, I bought them and Joe went to actually purchase them with my money. So you're out double probably, right? If you have to give half to each of us, you probably get nothing. But we're going to scratch these off. So it's the winning number situation here on the left that you got to identify. And then you have to see if you have that winning number among your your other choices. Well, okay. with, with about $60,000 on the line of the studio, the Buffalo Bills has fired their offensive coordinator. Rick Dennison was let go from the team, which finished 29th in average yards per game at 302.6. and Is there any risk for scratching off too many? You no, scratch it no, all off, right? you scratch yeah, them all yeah, off. Yeah, I okay. did not win. Like working on the Anna show. We were tied another day. 24th <laughs> offensive points scored this season at 17.6. Overall, the Bills finished the uh, season at 9-7. and seven. I'm 0 for 5 so far. Uh, yeah, Rick Dennison, um, a lot of people were calling for, for his head. The Bills obviously are in transition and just happen to stumble their way into the playoffs a year early. They'll, they'll get it right. I guess I'm the guy who rips the gifts open really quick because I didn't win. I already know already. It's like being on Daniel's show. A new poll ranks Syracuse women's lacrosse team at number five. All different. Not only are they different from the winning numbers, they're all different. From one another, I don't have a single double, a straight. Yeah, you wouldn't I, get that. It th- that doesn't matter. It's just all separate numbers, but they got to just match the two, which yeah. did not happen. Not a chance. I didn't even get close. I had, I had one that was within one. The preseason Nike U.S. It. Lacrosse poll has Maryland at number one, followed by Stony Brook and North Carolina, Penn State taking the fourth spot. This is amazing that Stony Brook can be ranked over Syracuse in anything. Yeah. But uh, they they have had a you know Stony Brook's right on the island. You can recruit a lot of players there. They put their eggs in that uh, particular basket. They are not uh, serious in a lot of the other sports. But uh, you know Maryland, North Carolina are there as the uh, usual suspects, and uh, Syracuse is right there for them. They're always going to be in that neighborhood. Always going to have a talented team and a great coach, obviously, in Gary Gate. And uh, away they go with their season. And for them, it really comes down to how well they do in the end. They've got very high standards. Catch women's lacrosse right here on ESPN Radio. That's exciting. Uh, looking forward to that. <laughs> Syracuse women's basketball, by the way, they're pulling out all the stops with uh, lots of tickets around the uh, community for the Sunday game on the 21st against uh, Pittsburgh. And get more information on that on, on uh, Cuse.com. I'm a gambling addict. Keep them oh, coming. Probably, Keep them coming. M- all right. I'm Pete Papa Rose need, over here. Papa needs new shoes. <laughs> so now you're scratching off Joe's. Yeah. Who, what's, if I what win, are the I, rules get, on this? I get a percentage because... I did the... Uh, it's my money. Joe went to get it. You're doing the scratching. Hey, I'm running the board here. I carry you. Anything else there, Joe? <laughs> yes. Indiana, step closer to legalizing the sale of alcohol on Sunday. State lawmakers are considering bills. Was that also a bust? Yes. <laughs> All right. I should have known that by your uh, angry uh, outburst there. State lawmakers considering bills that would make selling alcohol legal every Sunday between noon and 8 p.m., the full state Senate will take another look at the proposed legislation next week. Never really understood all of that uh, restriction there. Could take it or leave it. That's actually the definition of something I could not care less about, if that's the title. Do we care? I do not care. <laughs> the churches will have to buy their wine they can, prior they to can Sunday. Do it. They can do what they want to do. Can't have a priest last minute running out to get his... <laughs> His bottle of wine. I don't think that's how it works. Oh. That's, that's not uh, Cabernet up there. That they're passing. <laughs> Do We Care is brought to you by Cam's Pizzeria. Cam's love at first slice. All right, get ready to call us. 
We'll spend the rest of the show on pick six. We've got lots of tickets to give away to the uh, pit game Tuesday night of the Dome, but only if you know your stuff. This is going to be fun. Have Light some fun. Up. Yeah, we'll this. have some fun. I like it. A little casual Friday here today in the booth. Call us at 437-7644. Line them up. First come, first serve. 437-7644 for ESPN 44 in the booth on ESPN Radio Syracuse. All the best local takes. Orange Nation. How many possessions did we see that only Frank Howard touched the ball? Matt Park. Brennan, that was a very composed, uh, rational phone call. That has uh, no place in, in this market. Daniel Ball. We have the sproutings of what looks like is going to be an amazing garden. But let me tell you something, baby. This year, we're not pulling any tomatoes off. We're not good enough. Brent Axe. They're missing something. Well, what they're missing is Torian Thompson. Listen back on iTunes or ESPNSyracuse.com. Tomorrow, the Orange takes on the Florida State Seminoles. Pre-game at 12.30, tip-off at 2 on TK99 and ESPN AM 1200. This is In the Booth with Matt Park. Heading to the stretch run in the booth, brought to you by Burdick Toyota and CH. Insurance time now for some ticket giveaways. Baldwinsville General Dentistry had some tickets for us, and uh, we are going to pass them on to you playing some games, hopefully, of pick six. So give us a call at 437-7644. That's 4ESPN44. Not a lot of rules to this. When we bring you on, you'll get your choice of six categories. Just pick a number one to six. We'll run through your category. We'll put the uh, timer on the clock, 30 seconds, right, Polly? Yep. And if you get six of your category in that time, you're a winner. Anything else? Am I missing any fine print? No, it's that easy. You okay. just won't know your category till you pick the number. Correct. That's the catch. Four three seven seven six four 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 ESPN forty four. If you'd like to, this is in the booth with Matt Park. Heading to the stretch run in the booth. Brought to you by Burdick Toyota and CH. Insurance time now for some ticket giveaways. Baldwinsville General Dentistry had some tickets for us, and uh, we are going to pass them on to you playing some games, hopefully of pick six. So give us a call at four three seven seven six four four. That's four ESPN forty four. Not a lot of rules to this. When we bring you on, you'll get your choice of six categories. Just pick a number one to six. We'll run through your category. We'll put the uh, timer on the clock. Thirty seconds, right, Polly? Yep. And if you get six of your category in that time, you're a winner. Anything else? Am I missing any fine print? No, it's that easy. You okay. just won't know your category till you pick the number. Correct. That's the catch. Four three seven seven six four 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 ESPN forty four. If you'd like to jump in, it'll be sports and pop culture. Yes. And geography. <laughs> I don't know if we really need to tell them that. They'll, they'll kind of figure that part out. But All right, Bob and Central Square's up first. Oh, oh Bobby bailed. <laughs> Bob, where did we lose you? Our one. Why did you have to say that? I mean, it goes without saying. I mean, the, you know, who He cares was gone a cat? while if it was beep, beep, beeping like that. Well, he was, he was on board. You know, he doesn't know what categories he's going to get. It's not like we got trick categories or anything, but he was calling... He was in. Four three seven seven six four four. Don't be scared of us. They're easy. No, categories. they're easy. They're very, they're very poly and Matt categories. One is especially poly. The other ones are kind of me. I could come up with some more categories. I, I would like to do this on a regular basis. I like giving stuff away. I like uh, interacting with the people, and I like trivia and stuff. So 
437-7644 or 4ESPN44. You know what I'm not above doing is seeing if Joe could get six in any of these categories. Oh, I would do that in a heartbeat. Do you want to have him come in and do it first to show the listeners yeah, it's right, not come a on scary in, Joe. thing? Joe, come on in. He's probably not even listening to us now. <laughs> out in the newsroom. He would be able to probably do the the topic that I like. Uh, okay, let's just, let's just see. Have a seat, Joe. All right, 437-7644 contestants. Joe's going to show you just how easy this is or isn't. Hello, Joe. Hello, uh, Matt. <laughs> well, forgot your name for a second. Sorry. Hardly got my name right, first of all. <laughs> That's not the question, was it? No, uh, you're failing there. We're going to get the, uh, another one lined up here for you. 437-7644 or 4 ESPN44. All right, Joe. You, did you hear, do you have knowledge of the categories? Did you hear us picking or brainstorming yes. the categories? Yeah. You vaguely know some of the categories, but not the order they're in or anything. Correct. So if I say pick a category one to six, that's relatively random. You, you don't, you're not going to know which one is That which. is correct. Okay. So you, you, don't, you don't need to blindfold you or anything, all right? <laughs> no, so I, pick a number one to six, Joe. Three. Okay, three. All right, good. Paul, are you ready? Yeah. 30 seconds on the <laughs> clock? Yes. All right, your category, Joe, is... Tom Hanks movies. Oh, all right. 30 seconds, go. Oh, I have to name... Uh, oh, my God. Oh, uh, hang on. All right, there's uh, Castaway. There's Forrest Gump. There is uh, The uh, the Post, the, the new one that's out there. What's it called? Is it The Post? Uh, is it Big... Uh, ah, damn it! No, that's, that's right. That's right. No, he's button. counting the. Well, I don't know why I just sent you. You on your fourth one? He gave you a fourth thing. one. You uh, got four, but where are we in the time? He's got six seconds. Six, six. seconds. I've got six seconds. To name two more times. Why eight. can't I? Three. This is harder than I thought it was going to be. Uh, I'm not good with pressure. Now the buzzer, Polly. This is I a well-oiled machine here, you guys. <laughs> Holy cow! I'm trying to screen calls. <laughs> All right, <laughs> Joe, you go back out. You do the calls. <laughs> Polly, you work on the clock. I'll we, count. You know, I'll help count whether they're making the six or not, and then we need the buzzer at the end of 30 seconds. Everybody get it here. This isn't really that complicated, okay? It's pick six. Joe's a loser. Joe got four. All right. Dave. Dave. Welcome to the show. Welcome to pick six, Dave. Dave, you there? Turn your radio down, Dave. Proving just to have a viable contestant really is is, is coming off harder than... Dave, are you there? All right, let's go to the next. All right, Dave, you're not, not working out with Dave. 437 of Yeah, 4 ESPN 44, 437-7644. Mike, are you there? I am. Yes, okay, finally. All right, at least have a warm body who called the show, can play the game. Mike, pick a category one to six. Uh, let's go with four. Category four, Mike, you ready? 30 seconds on the clock. Your category, Mike, is... Major League Baseball batting leaders of the 80s and 90s. These are guys that won the batting championship overall. You know, obviously won either the top American League hitter or National League hitter, but they have the best batting average in Major League Baseball in their year in the 80s and 90s. Ready? 30 seconds. Here we go with Mike. Go ahead, Mike. Uh, Tony Gwynn. One. Uh, Andres Galarraga. Two. Um, I wouldn't have thought that'd be two. Uh, Time, Polly. 15 seconds. Ron Carew. 80s? Yeah, early? No, he's a 70s guy. Oh, boy. You're missing uh, a couple of uh, very obvious ones. Cheers. Two, time. Time. <laughs> what are we doing with time? Two seconds. Oh, Mike. Wade Boggs, Bobby, Mike. Bobby Orr. Uh, Bobby Orr? <laughs> 
batting leaders, not how do you get out of not points by if defensemen. If you're going to pull Andres Galarraga out, uh, you got He was going strong with uh, with the big cat, not the Wade Boggs. Wade Boggs won a lot of Mr. batting championships in the, in the 80s. All right, good try there, Mike. Who's next? Uh, oh, somebody. Computer screens. Let's go to Dwight. Dwight. Dwight, what Howdy. category would you like? One to six. Let's go two. Category two. All right. I, I like your chances here, Dwight. Ready? Polly, 30 seconds. Yeah, I'm you're not even doing the time. All right, 30 seconds, Dwight. Your category is states that border Canada. Go. North Dakota, Minnesota, Wisconsin, Michigan, New York, Maine, Vermont. He's crushing it. He's well over the bar. Wyoming. Wyoming. Quit while you're ahead. Idaho. Boy. Quit <laughs> while you're ahead. <laughs> All right, he just named it states. Okay, up. now Wyoming. That No, not Wyoming. But he got. Uh, but no, good effort there, Dwight. You're a winner. Pick six. You crushed it. Outstanding work. We'll get your information and get you some tickets on the line. Okay, I like that. Good job, Dwight. Let's see if we can keep it going. Number to call is four three seven seven six four four four. ESPN. So the category 44. that he just did is gone. So no more picking. Uh, correct category. Uh, he picked category two. Two. So that's gone. Yes. All right, Jim. All right, Jim. What category would you like? One to six. Six. Category six. All right, Jim, your category is Super Bowl MVPs. Okay? 30 seconds yep. on the clock. Let it rip, Jim. Uh, John Elway, Troy Aikman, uh, Got two. Peyton Manning. Three. Uh, 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 <laughs> Fifteen. Say, uh, Fifteen seconds. Um, Halfway there. Uh, Five. Uh, Early. Running backs. Nah. Oh, Jim, a block. You started out strong. I, I didn't hear Joe Montana be, be a good easy. one. Yeah, when you, well, you're looking at the list. But, you know, John Riggins. Why are you helping people out? Yeah, we don't really need to help people anymore. All right, good effort there, John. Or Jim. Corey. Corey is next. All right, Corey, what's your category? Uh, one to six, not two. about one? Category one, uh, my. Corey, is uh, a poly submission. It is John Hughes movies. Okay. Okay. I don't know oh. who John Hughes is, but that's okay. Uh, all right, I'll give you a hint. 16 Candles was one of his movies. Okay, same so hint you gave me. very 80s comedies are usually his thing. Okay. You're going to have seen a lot of these movies, Corey. Okay. Ready? 30 seconds right. on the clock. Go. Sixteen candles? <laughs> no, come on, yeah. that's zero. Uh, no, that's you give one. Yeah, I'll right. give that All one. Right. One. Now, just um, think of every movie that's close to that. Brat Pack movies. I'm not sure I'm old enough for this. Fifteen genre. seconds. Uh, uh, ten seconds. Come on, Corey, you're running out of steam. Think Chevy Chase. Thinking, think John Candy. You're going the wrong um, way. Christmas vacation. Yeah, um, yeah, vac- yeah. Vacation will give you close enough. Okay. Uh, You're killing us, Corey. <laughs> good effort. Home <laughs> Alone. That was a whole series there. We've Uncle got, Buck. We've got Tim as our last one. All right, Tim. Yep. Tim, what category? One to six. Not Five. two. Five. Okay. Syracuse basketball retired jerseys. Tim, feeling good about that? 
No. <laughs> no. Thir- Thirty seconds. You only need to name uh, six. I'll, you I'll can give do you. It. A, I'll give you an out here if you want to change topics quickly. Uh, one. Okay. Category one is John, John Hughes, Hughes movies, movies. <laughs> and we um, just helped three. you with some. Huh? I don't know. Three. We are. <laughs> come on now. How, how many categories do you want? All right. I wish you would have gone the basketball. That really isn't that hard. All right. Tom Hanks movies. Ready? Nope. No, you're not ready. Yeah, you you yeah, got to be yeah, ready. Right. Okay, here we go. 30 seconds, Tom Hanks movies, name six, go. Forrest Gump, The Da Vinci Code. Two. Uh, huh? Save Private, Private Ryan. <laughs> He's, He's getting help. A phone a friend? <laughs> three. It's three. Um, 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 the male one, the Seattle. Yes, I'll give it to oh, you. Get out I'll of give here. it to you. Seattle <laughs> is in the title. You've got nine seconds. Green Mile, Philadelphia. Whoa. Mm. Polly is a generous grader, but you're a winner. This is when the Uncle Polly comes The Seattle one. <laughs> we'll put you on hold. Mail, he says. He says, mail, the <laughs> Seattle one. All right, good effort. That was Tim. How did nobody say Apollo 13? That's big. Uh, yeah, those are good movies. Okay. All right, we're going to do this again, but we need to do it. I want the ticker. I want tick, 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 tick for 30 seconds. Okay, well, I just got People a timer right f- here. I know, I see that. People... Some- People freeze, though, when they're doing that. Some John It's Holmes easy to movies. name a couple, and then boom, four, John five, Holmes. and six. John Hughes. John Hughes you, movies. You can watch him on your own time. All right. Time for the weekend. Home alone. Talk to you on the radio Flubber. tomorrow from Tallahassee. i got to go to the Breakfast bus. Breakfast club. First See you in the booth. ESPN Radio Syracuse.